This is The Real Footy Podcast. Thanks for joining us to tip round 19. My name's Andrew Wu and I'm joined by former clubhouse leader Peter Ryan who has tumbled down to fifth. Tumbled, I know. Look, I, I nearly did a loop beverage and broke my hand when I smashed the wall when Brisbane lost on Friday night. How can you lose that, Willie? I tipped <laughs> them. Painful. That's... I was at home just thinking, oh, how good's this? I've wiped out half the competition and all of a sudden I've uh, I've given up. They've given up that lead and I was invested and, you know, there were a few choice words. <laughs> Reminds me of how, how I would have felt when the, the Sydney Derby, when the Swans gave up the yeah, lead. Yeah, I did you? think of that, Toby Green, because I tipped the Giants that day. So, swings and roundabouts, I'm out of form. Um, you, yeah, you are, you are in a rut. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I don't know how to snap it, really. I've Have you circled up? Have you got yourself in front no, of a mirror and just... No, I might go camping for a night, go down to Joanna or something and just... <laughs> go down to Ed Kurnow's place, yeah, family go, house. Yeah, exactly. Knock on the door and they'll go, what are you doing here? And say, oh, I'm having a tipping crisis. <laughs> yeah, it worked for your club. Exactly. <laughs> it worked for me. Yeah, yeah. Just chuck some uh, wood on the fire and sit around and look at it. Uh, we'll get to the leaderboard. So we have John Perrick and Mark McGowan sharing the lead on 109, followed by Libby Birch, who we'll get to in a second, and Caro on 108. And Pete, you're on 107. Mm-hmm. I'm a three further back on 104. Um, so I've got a bit of chasing to do. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I mention Libby Birch, now, for all our listeners out there, when we punch in our tips, we, we do it on a spreadsheet, and you can see when someone else is in the spreadsheet. And our producer, Claire, noticed... A couple of tips missing in Libby's tips of the round. <laughs> so she rang her and said, Libby, did, did you forget the tips? Did you just want me to punch them in there for you? And she said, oh, no, no, I want to wait. I want to wait oh, to see what her competitors were tipping. No, <laughs> and Libby. Mark started tipping, putting his tips in, and then suddenly Libby's put in her tips and changed a couple as well. Well, this is we're going to have to introduce a deadline for um, <laughs> tipping and we'll all be, it'll be like the, what's that cycling event, the sprint, where you're just sitting waiting for the other person to go and then we'll charge. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like, that spreadsheet. Libby Birch, premiership player, ultimate competitor. <laughs> But she's brought that into the age footy tipping. I love it. Is, is that is that within the spirit of tipping? Yeah, no, <laughs> that is within the spirit of. Well, no, it's not within the spirit of tipping. But I kind of like it. Oh, I, I think it's fantastic. It's, yeah, it's well, it's in was it's within the rules. And as uh, and and as Simon Toffel said to me, you don't put yourself if you put yourself in that position, um, then you you can get done. So. Well, geez, what an incentive to actually get back on track in the next few weeks. Now I'm chasing Libby and Caro for, <laughs> for Pride and Pyrrhic and McGowan up the front. Libby's just, I don't know, this has set the thing alight. That's this outsta- is good. It's outstanding. I, yeah. I, I rate it and, and you can tell why she's been such a successful player. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. She knows all the tricks. Um, we'll get to the first game of the round and it's it's a huge class actually. It's... Uh, it's not quite a mini elimination final, but two teams fighting for a spot in the eight. The, the loser could well be out of the eight by the end of the round. Essendon and the Western Bulldogs at Marvel Stadium, the co-tenants, uh, the Battle of the Western Suburbs, or sort of the Western Suburbs, northwest mm. Melbourne. Um, which way are you looking at, Pete? Well, I'm, I'm sticking with the favoured way, which is the Western Bulldogs. Uh, both teams have only won two of their past five games, so it's not as though they're actually in form, although I think the Western like Bulldogs... like you with your tipping. They've, just, <laughs> they've lost their way. Oh, that's unfair. Now, 
Western Bulldogs, I'll just let that go through to the keeper. Um, the Western Bulldogs have had probably better opposition uh, they've come up against, but the Sydney game was a real blow for them to lose that. They shouldn't have lost it in many respects um, because you find that some of their players like Bontempelli can't play better games than that. And Essendon were just completely outclassed and they had their mulligan against Geelong. Do you see how shattered the Bont was after the game though? Yeah, through the mouth guard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was. He couldn't have done any more to get his team over the line. No, no, I think we all love the Bont and uh, we know that yeah, that frustration is obviously becoming evident. Um, I just think Essendon, without their Ruckman Draper, has become a lesser team. And although their effort against Adelaide was mighty, um, Adelaide were pretty ordinary that day. And they just seem to be, I don't know, re- resuming or getting back to probably the level that they we expected them to be at all season, which is just outside the eight. They might hang on, but I think the Western Bulldogs are a bona fide top eight team and I think they'll win. Yeah, the dogs I mean they they've won they've won eight of nine against Essendon, so they've got a good record. But the thing that's disappointing about the dogs and, and this would really upset Bulldogs fans is that when they have an opportunity to make a step up the ladder, mm. they they just don't take it. I mean remember Geelong a few weeks ago and they got Geelong yeah. when they had a decimated midfield and they couldn't beat them. They had Geelong at a vulnerable time and then on the weekend, I mean, they had a chance to really put themselves put a gap between them and ninth and, and they lose to Sydney up there. Yeah, when they're they allergic to early. the top four. Mm. They have been under beverage. They were even going to make the top four in 2021, remember, and they just dropped out in the last couple of rounds. They've done it again against Sydney. Um, there's some sort of magnetic pull that takes them away, but they're a better team than Essendon overall. They've got those tools up forward and Essendon have got an undersized forward line. So I mm. think With with Laverty with a, a, under a bit of a an injury cloud as well with his ankle. Exactly um, right. Although Andrew Phillips coming back for, for Essendon is good. It is a good result for them. He he he's been a good ruck this year. Good he's probably better than a second ruck, I reckon, but maybe not quite a number one ruck. Yep. Um but I mean Draper is a loss. I think I think having someone with that physical presence around their midfield who are a little bit smaller than, than other midfields, I think makes them walk a little bit taller and, and feel a bit braver and knowing that they've got that big body to protect them. Uh but I mean I can forgive Essendon for last week. I mean, it's a bit extraordinary result going down to Geelong um, when they haven't played there for, oh, God knows how many years. Um, and, I mean, they got given a right royal flogging. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're yeah. performed previously. I know, I mean, they beat Adelaide. Um, they played very good attacking football that day and, and went within a kick of beating Port. So, And they play Marvel Stadium well. I give them a big show, but I just think the dogs recent record against them and I think they're a better side so yeah Bailey Smith back for the dogs too mm, um, we're both dipping the Bulldogs Absolutely. in that one yep. Saturday afternoon footy takes us to the MCG for Richmond against Hawthorne uh, one sided game on paper uh, do you think <laughs> well are you that confident about Richmond uh, no no I'm no. not that's why I said on paper yeah okay uh, I think Hawthorne Hawthorne are a show in this. Um, I won't tip them, but James Sicily makes a huge difference for them. Did you know that the last four games that he's played, they've won? Yep. So they're shooting for five straight with Sicily in the team, and he's had in those four games, 30 possessions, 43, 32, and 17 against North Melbourne. Well, the ball didn't get down there against North Melbourne, did it? No, no, it didn't at all. Starvation corner. Mm. Um, Can you make a case for Hawthorne? Well, on the basis of what you just said, I mean, they're 
they're absolutely dominant against uh, North Melbourne and they are very, very competitive against the Giants and that is good form um, because the Giants are flying at the moment. Um, and But Richmond, look, it's, it's hard to tip against Richmond at the MCG um, and particularly when there's still a sniff to make finals. I'm not. I'm not excited about tipping them. I've got to be honest. Um, no, but I haven't got Richmond right a lot this year. So uh, make your own mind up. I'm tipping them, but I'm not doing it with any I think confidence. Ha- yeah, I think you have to tip them only because it's. I mean, they're such strong favourites, and and unless you're really chasing a tip, mm. uh, which is a bit of a kamikaze tip, really tipping yep. against Richmond. Um, but their form hasn't been convincing. I mean, they weren't that great against West Coast last week, and it really wasn't until the second half when they got going against the Swans. They mm. could easily have lost that as well. Uh, but they should win this. Um, a bit of a watch. If they lose this, I think their probably finals hopes are yeah down yeah. the gurgle. Yeah, so. I reckon they're long shots anyway. But yes, you're right. Mm. Across town, Saturday afternoon, Carlton against West Coast at Marvel Stadium. Uh, this looks uh, another one-sided game. Uh, Carlton lose Harry Mackay and a few uh, got a few injury doubts. I lost Jordan Boyd to suspension and Adam Chera's a bit of a watch this week. But mm. the Eagles don't have McGovern. They lose Jimby, and there's also doubts on Oscar Allen and Tom Barras. Yeah. So uh, they're their best three of their best four <laughs> players. But and even Cripps, there's there's, a, there's some talk that Cripps might be uh, rested for this particular game. Oh, geez, that'd be. That'd be bold That's by the arrogant, boys. Carlton. It's not humility no, with their trademark. But Carlton, uh, and I, I say this, I haven't said this all year, but Carlton are absolute certainties to beat West Coast. <laughs> Isn't that a big tip? Uh, I've been bagging Carlton all year, and I did uh, get stuck into you for tipping them a few weeks back, but they've turned it around. They've stripped things right back. Their ball movement's a lot better. They're playing a contested brand of football. Sam Walsh is playing well and back to his best, having uh, taken a while to get going. Jacob Wiedering's really playing well in that defensive position, and they've just got their defensive structure right now that Lewis Young's... um, (laughs) Been moved away. (laughs) Yeah, well, yes, that's right. And um, uh, it just feels a more balanced line-up. I think they're playing uh, a a more kind of... uh, What's the word? I forget the word, but it's a more sustainable... Style of football, Carlton. The well, they're, they're playing around to the their strengths. Excellent, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and they actually look a bit quicker now because they're winning the ball back in more dangerous places, mm. which allows them to 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 move the ball a lot quicker uh, when the opposition haven't got their defence. What did what did you think of Mackay saying the forward line looked better without him? <laughs> I don't know whether he was uh, self deprecating. Yeah. There's a bit of that, but I mean, I think Harry Mackay's quite an honest sort of bloke. Yeah, well. seems like a good on, person. Says what's on his mind. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this game, Carlton's shooting for five straight for the first time since 2000. So it's uh, <laughs> <Is that> right? <laughs> current, current 23 years. Yeah, well, they should do, do that. It. Well, they should do it. Uh, yeah. But nothing's guaranteed with the Blues. But I'm, I'm tipping them this week, and I think the Eagles are looking for their grand final next week against North Melbourne. So yeah, that'll be a big game. And good on Clarko for not coming back for that game, waiting and giving rats a chance to actually record a victory while coach North Melbourne or letting him take the blame for it <laughs> well that's true <laughs> uh, on to this is probably the game of the round the Brisbane Lions against Geelong at the Gabba uh, this is the twilight game on Saturday now I'm surprised that not more people have tipped Geelong well firstly I just want to back over what you just said how can this be the game of the round 
Sorry, there's another game coming <laughs> yeah. up. First place, second, mate, uh, on Saturday night, which I would have thought qualifies for game of the round. But this is a it's crucial a game, Saturday game. Saturday while the sun's still up. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, it's a really vital game at the Gabba. Brisbane, uh, un- you can't tip against them at the Gabba. As mighty as Geelong have been in the last probably 18 months, um, and they are back into a bit of form. They've got players that have been injured back in the team, uh, a la Jeremy Cameron, and they're playing the sort of football that is reminiscent, although not quite as the standard, that they played last year. And they, they're they pretty confident that they can uh, give a good account of themselves against Brisbane. I know that, but I still think Brisbane are, uh, un, as I said, you, you just can't tip against them at the Gabba. They're as strong at the Gabba as Geelong are at, at, at Cadinia Park. Yep. And they're 47 out of 55 since 2019 when they became a good side. And they've got their record against Geelong isn't too bad in the last few years. Um, they thrashed in pre-season as well. Uh, I mean, I remember last year in the final they got absolutely pummeled. But before that, they, they won at the Gabba in 21 and they were very close to beating Geelong at Geelong uh, in 21 and 22. So. Yeah, well, that was that Mark Blitzer's free kick, which was a terrible decision. <laughs> yeah. um, but Brisbane have lost to Geelong in the two prelims they've played them in. Anyway, Brisbane Brisbane at the Gabatoire, uh, start, probably smarting, well, definitely smarting from the last-minute loss last week um, with a full compliment. Joe Danaher in good form. I think they'll beat Geelong. Yeah, I wasn't that bothered by the loss last week, mainly because I tipped Melbourne. But oh. <laughs> so I'm not as bothered by you. But I, 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 that I think whole, you enjoyed it. <laughs> the MCG hoodoo thing and curse. I think it's a, it's a bit of a myth nah, because they did win a final there last year, and if they won by a point, we'd be saying the hoodoo's gone. So I mean, two points. Yeah, really. No, nah, they'll learn a lot because their last seven minutes. I mean, basically Melbourne kicked four goals in the first six minutes and four goals in the last seven minutes and those sort of losses teach you a lot mm. and we'll see those lessons put into put into place this week on to Saturday night footy uh, we'll get to we'll go we'll start with Fremantle against Sydney we'll be quick with this one um Although it is a swing game. I'm tipping the Swans, uh, mainly because Frio are close to untippable at the moment. Mm. And question mark over Sean Darcy uh, sways me further towards the Swans, um, who I've still got as a big chance to play finals. I've, I've got them finishing eighth in my ladder predictor earlier this week. Yeah, so well, that, they're uh, still yeah. right in it. Uh, where are you on the tipping? Eighth. <laughs> so it's, you're in good company. And I w- really wouldn't be uh, taking too much weight with your ladder predictor. <laughs> uh, Fremantle have been the biggest disappointment of the season without question now, um, now that Carlton's got rolling a little bit. So I just find it hard. To, you know when you just think, you don't deserve my tip. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but... No. Is that the attitude you should be taping, taking with the, it's not in, in the rut that you're but, in? Yeah, no, it's not. But I, I actually assess this game, and Sydney, particularly this round, be playing. <laughs> no, but I, I actually, I think you're right. It's a swing game. Sydney just showed enough form and steel um, to beat the Bulldogs, and they played a solid brand of football. And I think Dane Rampey not being suspended is a real bonus for the Swans. They did well. To, to get him off. I mean, it's really hard to tell with that footage anyway. I've watched that 
video about ten times. I got confused with all the yeah, different angles. Yeah, they made angles. a good it's case. It's really hard to actually see what he was doing. So. Yeah, I mean, he was a bit fortunate, but I don't think the decision was wrong. Um, anyway, Sydney, Sydney have got a pretty good record at Optus Stadium from my I think they won their last two there. Yeah, so they'll go out there and just beat Fremantle. Yeah, I think they'll they'll win. I mean, they lost early in the year, but I don't see Sydney losing the Fremantle twice this year. Uh, now, on to the game of the round. Eh? <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Port Adelaide against Collingwood. Now, uh, a bit bit of the, the shine's been taken off this game after Port's uh, winning streak got ended last week. But they get a few back, uh, mm. possibly Charlie Dixon, Jason Horn, Francis, uh, McKenzie's also a chance, although Zach Butters is a bit of a watch, so you'd want to check the teams before you do it. Absolutely, although Josh Carr, their assistant coach, said that Zach Butters would play, and I think there are all indications are that Jason Horn, Francis will play. Um, I think they... Gave Carlton every opportunity to win last week by resting, or not resting, just freshening up a few of those players. Um, this will be a mighty game. There's great players on both teams in form. Uh, Collingwood has not put a foot wrong. This is the third time they're playing in Adelaide this year. They won against St Kilda and Adelaide in thrillers. They thrashed Port Adelaide at the MCG. And it was an they, ambush, wasn't it? I'd look at the stats today. They were plus 57 for contested possessions. Yeah. I can't remember a count that lopsided. No, it was ridiculous. And I remember that I was at that game and they just beat them up. But they've changed their system a little bit since then. They've got um, their defence a lot more structured. Uh, there's a chance that uh, the captain goes out again um, and he was in fairly ordinary form uh, at the start of the year. So, look, Collingwood hasn't let me down this year and I think I'm going to tip them on that basis I'll tip I'm very tipped to tip tip Port Adelaide only because uh, when you're going to make up margins yeah. you've, you've got to and some of our intel like I looking at the spreadsheet is that Mark McGowan's tipped Port Adelaide mm, well then let's go Collingwood yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so one up. good on him for showing bravery um that's a bold tip that's a strong tip he's a confident man as a yeah tip of a tipster in confidence port so. adelaide they wouldn't want to let port adelaide get on a roll though there's no way they're coming back from four goals down as they did against adelaide um if they let port adelaide get away um they'll have a lot of work to do but they've got a, they've got hardly any injuries will hoskinell that's the only player out so they're picking their absolute best team and that their best is uh, better than Port Adelaide's. Yeah, I was disappointed with how Port played last week. I thought they just didn't handle the pressure that Carlton brought. Um, even with all their outs, I mean, they just couldn't handle the heat. Yeah. And uh, their defence is a worry. Um, too much is being asked of Alir Alir. Yeah. He's at his best when he can intercept Mark. And um, he had just had too much to do last week. And I think Tom Jonas, as good a player as he's been, and he's mm. a leader around their club behind the scenes, I think his contribution on the field leaves them a bit vulnerable. Correct. So I'm tipping the pies for, for this game. I am too. Woo. On to Sunday, the Battle of the Expansionists, GWS against Gold Coast. I think this game's in Canberra. Now, the Giants just own Gold Coast. They've won 10 of 11. And, uh, I mean, of the two expansion clubs, they've been the pick, haven't they? The Giants, I mean, there's no comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they're playing great footy. That win over Adelaide, I watched the last quarter, it was just a real... Um, just stopped the ball in defence with Sam Taylor and a few helpers in Connor Iden and uh, Jack Buckley and then uh, used their class through the midfield. Cornelio, Josh Kelly, uh, 
even Himmelberg coming off uh, half-back, they were really attacking in the way that they um, took on the game. And they've got Jesse Hogan is a really good pick-up for uh, mm. the Giants and good on them for resurrecting his career. And obviously Toby Green's, you know, if he's not a champion, he will be by the end of his career. Um, and the Gold Coast had a good rebound against St Kilda, but St Kilda aren't in any sort of form. So um, the Giants will be too strong. Yeah, if, you, if you're wondering why the Giants, off-Broadway, why they've been playing good footy, I mean, some of their best players this year, I mean, Cornelio, Toby Grain, Lockie Whitfield, Josh Kelly, Callum Ward, Jesse Hogan, I mean, they're the mm. players who you would expect them expect to be their top six or eight, and they're yep. playing up to that billing, so that, that tells you why the Giants are right in the mix to make the finals this year. I'm tipping the Giants yep. quite confidently. Uh, Melbourne against Adelaide at the MCG. Now, Adelaide have got a lot to prove don't they they've fallen off the pace in the last couple of weeks uh, with a couple of disappointing results um geez the d's were don't know what to make of uh the win a lot of people are saying it might set them up for the for the rest of the season mm. uh, it might be a little bit over the top um, well they win because max gorn's a champion and mm. christian petraka going forward is working otherwise they don't win that game um, and barney was Excellent oh, as well. That just goal finding kick was just unbelievable. Snatching the ball out of the, yeah. Out of the ruck. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne will win. Uh, Adelaide's without Rory Laird, which is a big out. And they also lost Josh Rochelle, who's suspended because of his Brain undisciplined fade. act. Just a silly. Yeah, we just let them down. Um, Matt Crouch, possibly in for his first game since round eight. So that gives you an idea as to. How stretched they are, Adelaide. They're going um, back to someone who's been in the wilderness for so long. Yeah, absolutely. And Melbourne's Melbourne, Melbourne are hanging in there. I know you're big on Melbourne, and I think that the fact that they won that game shows that they're they've got the right temperament and the right attitude at the moment. And if you've got Jake Lever and Stephen May um, behind the ball, they'll be able to handle Adelaide's forwards and give Adelaide, uh, Melbourne uh, reduce Adelaide to a low enough score for Melbourne to win. Yeah, have you seen Brody Grundy's omission from the side? I mean, I kind of think... Well, Simon Goodwin said at his press conference on Thursday morning that there's been a bit of hysteria around mm. around the talk, uh, which I sort of agree with. Um, but I think, I mean, Grundy got dropped clearly because he wasn't contributing forward. And they said, I think he said today, that they want him to play 10... They want both rucks to play 10 minutes each yep. quarter. So that, that's about... We're looking about thirty percent of the game. I respect what they're trying to do, but they look better with Max Gorn rucking one out. Whether he can sustain that sort of ninety percent in the ruck for the next eight weeks is a question. But uh, Grundy, if it doesn't work by the end of the year, oh, I if I was Brody Grundy and I could get to another club, I'd be doing that. But yeah. um, good on Melbourne for making that judgment. I mean, they're trying to get a you know, winning formula ahead of the footy and they need to try out Brody Grundy and see if he can be the man. I think it becomes Brody Grundy versus Ben Brown, doesn't it? Well, possibly. I mean, I quite like Ben Brown as a player, but there, I suppose there are question marks as to whether his knees will hold up for the last six weeks of the season. But well, I wasn't impressed by what Van Royen did in the ruck either. I, no. th- I thought he was found out in the ruck and yeah, didn't give true. a whole heap forward either. So, yeah. um, Melbourne I'm win. thinking maybe Van Royen might... 
And Casey probably win too. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've got Brody Grundy. Up dip in the D's. Final game of the round will be quick on this St Kilda against North Melbourne. Bit of spice put into this game by Brett Ratton and uh, the steep between him and Nick Rewalt. Yes. Uh, but other than that, I mean, geez, it's hard to make a case for North Melbourne. Um, I mean, were they 15 in a row? Well, they just can't win at centre clearance. It was 20. It was four zip, and they had 20 inside 50s to two, Hawthorne's way. Um, in that first quarter last week. Yeah, there's spice there, but St Kilda, as badly as they've been going, will be too good for North Melbourne. Yeah, I think this is going to be... Uh, it is an appropriate game for Sunday Twilight footy. Uh, it's going to be a very low-scoring one, and I think St Kilda get it done. It'll if they don't, they're in big trouble. shocking game. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not looking at the calendar and thinking I'm putting the circle around this one. Unless you're a Saints or North (laughs) Melbourne supporter. Anyway, that's all for today. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe, rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you via email realfootypod at theage.com.au Check out the rest of the expert tips at theage.com.au slash AFL. Podcast will be back next Monday. Catch you then and may your club win. Mm -hmm.